your bikes and feel the heat. It's time for another episode of Podcast Gagotoku, aka Like a Podcast. I am your host, Argyle, and with me, as always, is Jordan. Hey! Season hey. two! Are we calling this season two? Is that appropriate? That, that's what we did on Pod of Greed, so now we're on, we we're we on season called... five of Duel Monsters, but it's season six of the show, the podcast. Because hmm. you get season zero, and I was thinking, yeah. we also kind of have a season zero, but we're calling it season one. Mm-hmm. Do you like just, I like just naming numbers, so that's a good way to start a podcast, I think. It's yeah. season two. Season. Yakuza. I think we're just gonna, for sake of convenience, since this time around we're playing um, two games. Sorry to everyone if you can hear the construction sounds, it's really, it's really happening. Uh, we're gonna call it Yakuza 1, I think, just for sake of convenience. Yeah. Because yeah. you're playing Kiwami, and I'm playing PlayStation 2 Yakuza from Yay. 2005. I can't wait to see what the differences are. Oh, it's, uh, I've, I've already noticed some stuff, so. Nice. Um, I'll tell you one thing. My time playing this game will be a lot less than your time playing this game for quite a few different reasons. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's less cutscenes in Yakuza. 2005 and there's also less majima in yakuza 2005 so well yes of course he's not everywhere he's he's not everywhere in this he's game. there we'll talk about everywhere. that we'll talk about that i think next episode yeah next chapter so. is when that gets introduced oh boy um let's see we got anything anything to update any news any yakuza happenings in the uh, past week? not that i know of I mean... Yakuza 7 is on the horizon, coming out in November. Super excited. We already already knew that. Yeah, I knew. I was just thinking about what our lives are going to be like. I mean, I don't know about you. I'm I'm buying that game the second I can get my grubby little hands on it. Right. So we're going to be, I think by my math, unless something goes horribly wrong, you know, the world has one of those incidents. We, we, uh, We have a falling out for some reason over, like, something stupid about Yakuza. Uh, we'll be in the middle of Yakuza Kiwami 2 by the time 7 is out, so we're going to both be full-time playing Yakuza 7 and playing Yakuza Kiwami 2 every week and talking about it on the podcast, and I'm going to be editing that podcast, and my brain is probably just going to rot right yeah. out of my ears. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm it's excited. It's going to be fun. I still need to play Yakuza 5, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, kind of prepared to just play that one for the first time on the podcast to have an authentic reaction to the second half of that game um shall we crack on with yakuza (coughs) one the original the one that started it all yeah yakuza one let's fucking go um so i'm playing the one from 2005 you're playing kiwami which came out in what 2015 yeah i think so in japan at least in japan and then they put it out in the states at some point yeah, I think um, it was for like anyone who, something like that. I'm okay. sure most of our listeners who are so that we don't yeah. just sound like idiots. <laughs> Pretty much. Let's let's see that. January twenty first, two thousand sixteen, uh, in Japan and in North America in twenty seventeen. Um, do you want to tell us a little about a bit August about what? August twenty ninth, twenty seventeen. Do you want to tell us like specifically about what they did with Kiwami? Um, like what makes it different than the original because actually i'm sure most of our listeners are more familiar with kiwami than they are with the original so. yeah if you're playing the games like you're probably going to play kiwami rather than one because one is only available on the ps2 emulation of course and the wii u um yes. so 
the the big changes it's a it's a 10th 10th anniversary uh project uh it is a a shot for shot remake of yakuza 1 so the cutscenes are like exactly the same but they're now they exactly have, the same yeah like if, if you watch them side by side like you know the all the animation the 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 camera shots like it, it's all uh spot on like i i don't know if you know they even if they recre- like, like hand recreated it or what like yeah uh, who knows how know. animation works yeah. it's impossible to say uh, all the voice acting has been redone. It's all the same voice actors, of course, but, you know, now they're... It, it's been ten years since they started, so presumably they're more experienced, but also uh, it's just better audio quality. Um, the combat... I think they did some of the music, too. Yeah, the, the, the music, there's a lot of the same tracks, but they've been uh, redone. Uh, I, I think in some cases this is contentious, like, you know, among fans of the series, like, uh, there are some who prefer the old tracks, they just think they're better. Um, I don't really have any opinion on it, because I haven't, I haven't really, uh, listened to both ends of the soundtrack, you know what I'm saying? But... Yeah, I'll chime in, I'll chime in on music opinions if I, if I form them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the um... combat... Uh, combat is, it is just straight up Yakuza Zero's combat. It's got, it's got (laughs) Brawler, Rush, and Beast. You don't even unlock them, like, you just have them from the start. No, it's, it's exactly the same. It's really funny. To Uh, me, it means Kiryu has, has learned nothing in the entire time break. Oh, I mean, the biggest change is that you have Dragon Style right from the start. And we'll get into how that kind of, uh, is, uh undercut later but but the game really sacrifices itself for that yeah it's got a lot of the same sub stories uh i think there's like you know a few additional ones of course it's got like some of the newer mini game additions like obviously uh yakuza 1 and 2 did not have karaoke kiwami does no um you know uh lots of good stuff like that i don't know like you know the the fine grain like very nitty gritty details but those are like the broad yeah, we'll, ones well we'll go into them more as we uh begin our journey I'll, I'll i'll share some things that i noticed from i mean i played this this first chapter took me like 30 minutes to play it's not that long but yeah we it, it to took me about. a little bit longer than that just because i was i was i think you actually have also a little... just like i was posting on discord a lot during it. oh yeah um but i think um so first of all, Yakuza PlayStation 2, we'll just call it Yakuza, mm-hmm. um, is not, because of technologic, uh, technologic limitations, is uh, not one big continuous map. It's got loading screens, or like loading zones. So each time you walk into a different street, that's its own separate map. Really? Uh, which I didn't know about. Yeah. So I, like, yeah, even that's... just like walking, you know, down to Nakamichi Alley where the public park is, that's like it loads that. Holy um, smokes! And, yeah, that's, yeah, and there's uh, no camera either. It, at least in the overworld, it's map, like a it's fixed all camera. Fixed. Yep, it's all fixed camera. Which actually, you know, I I have a a big fondness for the sort of ugly beauty of uh, PS2 games. Yeah, and I the mean, jank I can, I can and, jam uh, with like a fixed camera. You know, yeah. I've played old Resident Evil. And games, I like I like the fixed bad. camera because it's it's very like I would you assume know, it's, it's not direct. tank controls though. No, 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 no. It it controls exactly the same. Yeah, um, but it, it's it kind of creates. I'm not this... sure how I feel about those. They about like free controls. Yeah. They never really mesh very well with a fixed camera. Mm-hmm. But it, it works well, and it, it like kind of creates this. 
I don't know. It's almost like it feels like it's kind of shot on a on a you know a camera like a movie. Mm. Um, the combat obviously is just limited to the one style. It's it's not called you know dragon style. It's just Kiryu's fighting style that he has. Uh, what up until I guess up until Yakuza Zero, huh? Uh, when they changed it up and broke it into pieces. Um, uh, until Yakuza Six, technically, yes. since it, it does play. Fair it, enough. It's like a different move set. <laughs> even if it's essentially the same yes um let's see what else of course of course uh we're going to be talking extensively about the dub um oh baby. i i appreciate i will say from the time i spent with the dub first of all of course it's uh you know it's not great i don't like dubs uh, <laughs> i prefer i prefer the games in japanese but i i have decided uh because of a my love and respect for this series and b my understanding that this game came out in a time uh, and place where in order to create the product that they wanted to sell as many copies as possible, the people at Sega decided that if they had to have one, which they had to have one because they couldn't fit both on the disc, that they were going to dub it um, so it would have a better uh, mass appeal in the West. So because yeah, of that and the fact that I don't that. think the series would uh, be where it is today without the dub, I'm, I'm decided that I'm going to come at this. Um, from a position of understanding and to just try to see the best that I can in the dub. That being said, Kiryu, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it without, <laughs> this is, without, this is uh, not my beautiful Kiryu. This is not my beautiful son. I don't know who he is. Kiryu has such a wonderful and iconic deep voice that we all, we all know and love and, and hearing him talk in any other way, uh, you know, respect, respect to whoever is doing the voice. I have his name written down somewhere. He's trying. God bless him. He's not Kiryu. This yeah. is a different character. We, yeah, I, I, I will just I would, miss... I would uh, mm-hmm. encourage any listeners who want to see it, uh, you can look it up on YouTube. There is someone who has actually uh, cut the audio into the Yakuza Kiwami reanimated versions of the cutscenes. So it of looks course. nice it's awesome. and it sounds horrible. It's actually really cool. <laughs> it's very fun. Um, so we'll talk, we'll talk more about the dub as we progress. Mm-hmm. I also, real quickly, uh, just want to give a, a quick content warning. The first chapter of yakuza uh there's an attempted sexual assault so if that's something that you're not into well if you don't want to hear that i'll i'll let you know before we talk about it because it's a plot important um let's get cracking let's go yakuza one uh the first chapter is called all of the chapters are dated at least in kiwami uh yes okay yeah so this is this is chapter one october 1st 1995 Fate of a Kinslayer. Very good chapter title, I gotta say. It's actually... <laughs> it's, uh, I, I hate to correct you here. It's actually called uh, Fate of a Traitor. Uh, they they uh, said... What? Kinslayer is the Western a, audiences. A the Western name. audience would look at the word Kinslayer and say, hi, hi, this is some Japanese concept. I don't get this. They did change it to Traitor. What? Is this Bloodborne? Um, what are they saying? Kin for? <laughs> kin? Kin what? cold blood? What? Um... Yeah, so let's see. This uh, it is October first, nineteen ninety five. We're in Camarocho. The game begins uh, with a cutscene. It is uh, this, a rainy. This, this uh, like tracking shot is extremely PS two. Uh, oh yeah, like the the like shot I, of like all the I said, shot for shot recreated in Kiwami. So like I I I can just assume this is the same shot oh, yes. that you Where have. Where it's just basically showing off how many characters they can fit on screen Yeah, at like, the, the camera is, like, hovering down the street. It looks like the opening shot for Ocarina of Time, where Navi's, like, yeah. going through uh, the, the <laughs> fucking Kokiri village. Um, yeah. 
the camera like goofily bumps into bumps into someone and like shakes itself and it's like oh yeah um, um we we go down the alleyway uh tenkaichi alley you know where serena is uh and we we it, it's a normal day for everyone like it, it's raining it's raining but otherwise yeah. normal everyone's just walking down the street people are talking having fun uh and then of course in a back alley there is someone being shaken down and beaten up uh by a yakuza goon so just kind of yes. setting the tone uh yep. this this is a game about criminals this in is a, a game a this is what yakuza is like and then uh we get a timestamp 5:47 p.m. Mm-hmm. um we're in a very dark office building the rain um, has cu- uh it, it's progressed it's a full thunderstorm yeah, now yeah it's a full storm it's now it's coming down um we see our wonderful son Kiryu. Hello, Kiryu. How you doing? Nice white suit. Yeah, we we technically uh, haven't been introduced to him, but I think it's pointless to beat around the bush because yeah. we've already we'll, covered the we'll, full game. We'll act as if it's very important for the storytelling, specifically of Kiwami. Uh, if you come into it from the perspective of Yakuza Zero being canon and having already happened, yeah, uh, there there was actually worse. like even already like a lot of uh, interesting light shed on you know some of the lines said in this. Uh, this first chapter yeah from Yacht they like Zero. they and really of course, tried i don't know how to... much of that was added in yeah post but i think they tried very hard in 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 zero to sort of retrofit itself into kiwami as best it could yeah for better or for worse as i've said um and that's uh I, me and my brother have talked about this a lot and i'm sure when he gets during the season he'll complain about it oh um, yeah anyways what is kiryu doing <laughs> Yeah, so the rain has progressed to a full storm. We're in a, a dark office building. We see Kiryu. Uh, he is holding a gun over the dead and bloody body of Sohei Dojima. <laughs> yeah, music. yeah. Remember Fuck last you, chap- Remember last episode about how we were talking about how owned Dojima was and how pissed he was? Well, it's been seven yeah. years and now he's fucking dead. Owned. Yes, <laughs> he's dead. Uh Ostensibly, like rest in shit, guess, you piece of rest in shit. This oh. worst, just worst yak. One of the like, I'm gonna make I'm gonna the unfortunate full, part is that uh, later games in the series will kind of venerate him and be like, wow, he was such a great man. Wow, he was he the was best man. He's the worst yakuza. I'm gonna make top five worst yakuza, and and Dojima is gonna be the number one. Um, rest in shit, you horrible, horrible, owned, stupid, awful man. You're dead now. Uh, and Kiryu killed you, I guess. Yeah, and Kiryu then we also you. see a shot. Of he bends this, down uh, to uh, pick up a ring. Off yes, the it's a ring. It's got engraved in it is the word Yumi. Remember that? Remember oh, Yumi? Oh, do we do we actually see that? I didn't. I didn't remember. Yes, didn't, we do actually. Uh, I didn't notice that. Okay, yeah. So we already. It see might only be in. It might only engraved. be in Kawami. I don't know. Yeah, Kiryu picks up this ring. It may or may not say Yumi on it, depending uh, on what version. Yeah, um, and the cops barge in to arrest him. Mm-hmm. Our boy. Our, why did you? What have you done? What has he done? Why did well, you do this, Kiryu? Yes. And now we'll, we'll see. Now we uh, flash pre- back to the previous day. Uh, it is September 30th, uh, 1995, and up pulls a car with Kiryu looking like a fussy little baby in the seat. Um, yep, and uh, driving it is uh, it's Shinji Tanaka. Of the uh, Dojima one of Kiryu's, yeah, he's one of Kiryu's boys. Yeah, Kiryu is his Aniki, uh, and Kiryu, despite being like 
kind of a, a higher ranking person in the Dojima family has been called in for what should have been a routine collection. Yes. Uh, um, and as he gets out of the car, we find out uh, he is Kazuma Kiryu, of course. Lieutenant Ooh. advisor of the Dojima family, a Tojo clan subsidiary. He's got a, he's so got a now he's got, like, uh, you know, the, the same position that Shibasawa had, you know, before he, he went to jail. And Kuze, oh, yeah. and Awano, he's a lieutenant. Oh yeah, good for him. Good uh, for if him. he finds, if there's a new empty lot in this game... So, yes, we're going to be doing a collection. Shinji tells us that it's a $200 million collection from a loan shark uh, uh, that goes by the name of Peace Financing. Yeah, but uh, illegal uh, from what I've lenders. heard, they're anything but peaceful. Oh, do you get it? Um, and then uh, Kiryu says, oh, these guys, they're scumbags. We might have to get a little violent. Yeah, they've been um, jacking up their interest uh, rates. Uh, and also haven't been paying the family on time, which is really yes. the, the most egregious crime you can do. That's the worst thing you can do. Um, and Shinji says, uh, and I and I quote, fuck them, uh, specifically because they hurt uh, innocent people. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, 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 uh, I don't know why I needed to specify that, but we'll, we'll, we'll continue. So now we can walk down the street. Yeah, um, we're just following I believe Shinji. the game is, I believe the game is going to, is gating us off at least it gated me off in the yeah it, of the city, but uh, uh yeah i don't know about the original game but kiwami has the big like no-go signs on like yes. pretty much every street but that's uh, not gonna stop us from talking about this map um at yeah. least at least in kiwami where i've, I've gotten to explore you can, it you can still go to the map screen so you, you that's can, true you can take a an overhead view of what what's going on so uh I mean, it's 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 the same map from Yakuza Zero. In in Kiwami, it's the same. Like you still have the Kamuro shopping area with the empty lot and all that shit. Is what yes. I'm trying to get at. Um, Wait, what? Oh, in the in 1995. Yeah, in Kiwami. Yeah, yes, in yes, yes. That's true. All right, then we'll we'll keep watch that space, everyone. Watch that space. So, what about in the original? In the original, it's, it's uh, I believe it doesn't have the Kamuro shopping district. Um. It's just it's just the uh, regular city map, and you just can't explore it yet. But we'll we'll talk more about uh about the city when we get to explore it because I I forgot that the thing I wanted to talk about is not there yet. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, I forgot that that was uh <laughs> that comes later. Um, yeah, so you're walking down the street with Shinji. Shinji, basically, the first thing he says to you is like, "Hey, look, a new sex shop. I can't wait to go there." <laughs> This uh, is new, this is not in the the dub. Uh, you know all the stuff about Shinji talking about the soap blends and the sex shops and the ho- he doesn't do that clubs in the or whatever. Dub? He does not do that in the uh, okay. at least in the dub. It could have been cut content. I'm not sure. Well, he's a fucking pervert, is what we're getting. He at. Lo- he's I mean he's, well, he's got hor- like a shaved. He's a horny guy. He's got like a he's got like a shaved head. Is it possible that Shinji is, is Mr. Libido? Mr. Libido. He's Mr. Libido's son, and he's he's kind of carry on carrying on the family legacy. We never we never covered this, but I I think there is a sub story in Zero where you can meet Shinji as a, a young tot. So he he's, he, he is, sure can. He's not Mr. Libido. We know that, but he might be related. No. He grew up to be Mr. Libido. Yeah, he he defeated Mr. Libido in a, a full like horny battle and took Mr. Crankdown. Um, <laughs> yes. So he loves that, but he doesn't talk about that, at least in the American version. They might have cut it out because, uh, because this is the four kids dub. Is, they're not allowed this is to the have four guns. Kids they don't talk about they sex are allowed or to have, dying. They're allowed to have swearing, but they're not allowed to talk about, about 
uh, titties. You ever. can say the it's fuck illegal. word. They can say the fuck word, and boy, do they. <laughs> so uh, we're outside Peace Financing. It's on. Uh, it's in Nakamichi Alley or Finance mm-hmm. Street in the in the dub inexplicably. Ooh. All right. Yeah, it's um, named after the the iconic company Peace Finance. That's there. Pina- Every, yeah, everybody it's so loves it. So important that they. Yes. Um, we take the elevator um, up, and uh, Shinji just fucking kicks open the door and is like, "Hey, give us our money, you motherfucker! Give us our money." I've got I've the, got my uh, boss here. You're really in trouble now. Uh, and yeah, my and boss the guy's like, Kiryu's "Please, here. Just, just give us one more day. That, that's all we need." And, and Kiryu's not falling for it because they I've have very... heard about the Dojima family. You guys collect your debts at the end of a gun barrel. <laughs> he sounds like Mickey Mouse in in the. He's dub. like he's, like, he's kind of got a little bit of like a he's like a more scumbag version of Otacon. Uh, okay. Oh, what is this? It's this like, like one of my Japanese yakuza. <laughs> Yeah, Akira's not uh, falling for it because they have very oh, obviously no. packed up their office <laughs> and are getting ready to move. They packed up the office and then, uh, uh, what's, whoever, oh, Hirata is his name, the, the owner of Peace Finance. He, uh, he was in contact with Sukiyama and he got the business cards of all of the, like, low-rate bargain bin thugs that you can hire. And they're <laughs> all in the, in the office just kind of waiting for Kiryu yeah, to show Yeah, they're just up. hanging out. They don't even have chairs to sit down in. That's no, because... <laughs> they, they got rid of all their chairs. Yeah. Um. Kiryu says, I, I don't, uh, I'm, we're, we're not gonna, oh, Shinji says we don't actually kill people, don't worry about it. Don't worry, that's just um, a rumor. This is just made up by people then, who owe the Dojima family money who are still alive, I guess. And uh, then Hirata says, oh, well, if you're not gonna kill me, then I guess you leave me no choice. And then he grabs a golf club and then says, uh, now you're gonna learn how to fight me. <laughs> Instructional tutorial. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you the combat tutorial bit. We know how the combat works in Yakuza, Kiwami, but... Uh, in Kiwami, quickly... I didn't even get a tutorial because I'm on New Game Plus and I played the game before. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, it's exactly the same uh, kind of control. Square, rush combo, triangles or finishers, circle is grab, uh, block, whatever. I think you can block in, in... I didn't need to because no one was attacking me. Um, <laughs> and if, the, if, I, if it does teach you how to block, it doesn't do it in this tutorial. So, who knows? Um... I will say uh, the Kiryu moves a lot slower than he does in the other games. He kind of he just kind of stomps around. Okay, so um, you don't you don't the... like run whenever you. No, uh... no, no. Okay. Well, he he like kind of yeah he just kind of uh, 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 around the map okay. um, as he fights. Uh, the PS2 uh, has got the most excessive amounts of rumble in uh <laughs> of any console that i've ever played uh, the it's called PS2 a dual shock for a reason the dual shock it, it is it's that one like arcade game from back in the day that had like the adams family character on it and you just grab onto it and it just shakes really hard oh hell yeah um uh but you cannot stop this thing from moving and as a result just i mean it actually kind of works in its favor huh because every time kiryu punches the controller like tries to jump out of your hand so it actually kind of feels very weighty and satisfying um but it also is so much more ba- uh, pared down in contrast with the DualShock 2 which is not weighty or satisfying that's right playstation 2 yeah. i'm coming after you what are you talking about i don't i don't like the place the the dual shock 2 or 3 they're very lightweight they don't feel good. oh I see, I see what you're, oh i see what you're saying i, I like saying i like a nice weight yeah, to yeah. my controller is what i'm getting at yeah they they do feel very very light um, which I, I do agree with. It's nice. I just cannot believe 
um, how how much vibration the controller uses. I'll, I'll say one more thing off on a tangent. I've been uh, emulating a couple of PS2 games on on uh, your, your, your your friend two. PSSX2 gave you a, the, a legal copy yeah. of other games for the PS2. He gave me a legal copy of Ace Combat Zero, which was a game that I had already bought, but for some reason my copy didn't work, so I said it would oh, be fantastic. okay if I played it on PC. Um, that's a true story. Um, and I cannot, the, the r- vibration of the controller is so severe that it will, it'll drain a pair of batteries. I have rechargeable, so it's fine. In like two Wait, hours. Your controller has a fucking battery? What? Yeah, I have the, uh, I have the, uh, Xbox One controller that hooks up. With oh, the, okay. Okay. Yeah, You're, yeah. You, I thought you were still do- using a DualShock. No, 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 no. But it will literally just drain the PC. Uh, the PC does not handle uh, the vibration in terms of a, a battery-powered uh, controller because it will just suck these batteries dry from the amount of motor usage. Amazing. Um, but yeah, it's it's very slow. The tutorial is awful because it just makes you do everything way too much. I know this is the first iteration of this combat system, but it's not hard. It makes you do every combination of rush and finisher so it makes you do the one one square one triangle six times and two squares one triangle six times and it makes you do a heat move like six or seven times with the building up the heat gauge and then it teaches you how to pick up objects and weapons they make you build up the heat gauge in every other really just pretty much every other game they will just automatically fill your heat gauge for you oh yeah no you got to build it yourself six times and then it makes you do picking up objects and picking up weapons also, as far as I Wait, can tell, so Kiryu- those are two separate categories. As yes, far as- okay. it makes you pick up like the golf clubs and the chairs, and then great. Um, Kiryu, I think, only has one heat move at the start, which is like the push people into a wall heat move, which is kind of disappointing. Okay, but once again, two thousand five. This is the first game in the series. I how do, will, how do I the heat moves this. look? How do those look? They're great. Like I mean, I mean the one that I've seen. I've only seen one, <laughs> but it looks great. I mean, the combat is is animated. Just as well as it always has been. I think mm-hmm. I think the uh, the system that they started with was based on the combat of Shenmue, which in turn was based on the combat of Virtual Fighter Three. I think. Um, so that's, or I think it's the original Virtual Fighter. Um, but I think that's where Coming it comes from. So it's circle just circle when you can play Virtual Fighter, Virtual in, Fighter in Yakuza. Yes, fantastic. So. That's, I think, where it comes from. It's very, it's it's pretty self-explanatory system, but they really want to make sure you know it. Um, Kiryu successfully beats up these these load sharks. Um, Shinji shows up with a comedy a comedy bag with a dollar sign on it. <laughs> He's just got a big briefcase with money. Yeah. Um, and then Kiryu says, like, sorry, sorry, loan sharks, nothing personnel. Let's go. Um, or if you're if you're playing on the English version, he says. Let's go. I'm I'm Kiryu Kazuma, and this is how I sound in in English. Um, and it's not great. Yeah. So you go back outside. Shinji's like, "Wow, that was so cool. You beat them up real good. No wonder you're gonna get your own family soon." Uh. And he is going to. Uh, what is he going? To? I don't know what Shinji's gonna. He's got to. He's, he's got to go. Uh, Shinji's gonna go take the money. His half of the money, I believe, to Dojima. Right, right, and right, then, right, 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 right. And then he's going to give Kiryu his half. I got a little um, confused with how the money's working, because Shinji's like, I'll take care of the money, and then you have a case full of money still. So I was like, what? Yeah, he's because he, you're splitting it in half. So half of it's going to 
Right, I believe right, go to right. Kiryu, and the other half is the cut for Dojima. Yeah, gotcha. Um, but first, he's gonna go stop with uh, stop and meet his friends at Serena. Yeah, which uh, which Shinji gives Kiryu directions to at least in the original, which is yeah. really funny. You need to go to Tenkaichi Alley because you can only get in through the back, Kiryu. <laughs> Reina forgot how to use an elevator. Um, there's I, a, there's or, a guy in the alleyway you need to bump into, Kiryu. Yeah, so you, you need, need to, to go bump in into a guy. Um, oh, he also yeah. Wait, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Kiryu goes to, uh, meet with Nishiki. Um, I love, uh, Shinji in the English says, I'll keep a watch out so the pigs don't give us any shit. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. I, I, it's this, the amount of profanity in this script is, is, it's unbelievable. Um. You think they were kind of so, trying to go for, like, the Grand Theft Auto thing? Oh, yeah. Just like, oh, for sure. Yeah, this I'll this talk game, about that in a little bit. This game has swears, the, baby. Yeah. Check this shit out. You're never going to believe this. What if a character said fuck? Damn. Damn. Uh, so we're going into the back alley behind Serena because you can only get in through the back door right now for some reason. For uh, some reason. And for plot reasons. Kir- Kiryu bumps into a guy who immediately just fucking flips out on him and is like, hey, who do you think you are, asshole? You, uh, you, we're going to fucking fight right now. Uh, so you fight him. Uh, I don't know if this is another tutorial, or if you do. Do you just fight him? No, it's just it's just there to say what if you could fight. <laughs> okay, I, yeah, I think yeah, it's really just, just it's very funny fights. because of how easy this guy is to fight. Also, so yeah, this guy just, just shows up game. and yeah, exactly. So you beat this guy up in thirteen seconds flat, and then the thing ends. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I slapped the shit out of him. I used Essence of Sumo Slap uh, and just it completely obliterated him in about a second and a half. Uh, the the guy's lying on the ground and we hear a voice. A familiar voice Long. for me. Not not very familiar for you. Well, familiar in it's a way. It's familiar for me. For you, in a different way. <laughs> he says, I yes. saw that shit. Kiryu-chan! Kiryu-chan! Or um, Kazuma-chan, as uh, he's called in the dub. Now, it's, here's the thing. It, it's Majima, baby. It's Goro Majima. And, yeah. in and. the English version, who voices the crazy mad dog of Shimano? The Joker Besides, himself. of course, the Joker himself, Mark Hamill. Yeah. In a performance that many love... But Mark Hamill himself does not remember. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. He, you could ask him about this and he'll just be like, who? He's like, what? I played a guy named Majima. I did a lot of voice acting in the early 2000s. <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't know. Um, Majima, our, our sweet weirdo man, he is, it's been, what, seven years and he's only gotten more and more twisted. Um, he's in his outfit that he's wearing at the end of Yakuza 0, of course, and he's got an umbrella. He's got a sweet umbrella. Uh, Let he... me tell you what Majima says. Yeah. Um, when he uh, when he sees Kiryu, when he becomes the freaking Joker. Yeah, go ahead. Um. So so first of all, he says, "I heard you're starting your own family, Kazuma-chan." And then he says, "Is that are you gonna go visit your girl at, at the bar? I hear she's hot, and everyone's jealous. I know I'd like to nail a bitch like that." Okay, Aww. Majima. 
Well, this is the dub. Remember, remember, everyone, the characters in this, this series this, are not I mean, responsible. this is essentially the same thing as what he says in the... Is it? Oh, but the then he, he says, because um, he sees the goon, who we find out is one of Majima's uh, boys. I don't right. know. Does Majima have his own family at this point? Yes, he does. He is, he yes, is introduced he is. as Goro Majima, captain of the Shimano family and patriarch of the Majima family. Yes. So this is... So the guy who beats up Kiryu... Um, is one of his, uh, a member of the Majima family, and uh, he's and the guy's like, "Sorry, sir, I didn't know you were you were the dragon of Dojima." Uh, and then yeah, Majima as, takes... as Majima walks up, we get our, our first utterance of the words "Dojima no Ryu." Uh, so yes, hell yeah, Kiryu Love is officially it. the dragon of Dojima, not Shibasawa. Get on, bitch. <laughs> no, <laughs> who? We never. Whatever Ooh. happened to him? It's it's unclear. He's in jail forever. He's it's in fine. jail for the rest of his life. For I mean, I guess he did kill several people. Um, mm-hmm. but Majima walks up to the guy who was, who tried to fight Kiryu and he takes his umbrella and he's, what if, what, damn, he's freaking twisted. He starts hitting him and he, and in the English version, he says, you stupid fucking motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus. Oh God. <laughs> oh boy. They just, wow. Can you believe I'm an American consumer? And I say this, I'm nodding. And I say, this is what I wanted out of my video game. Um, and then he goes to stab the guy in the face with the sharp end of the of the umbrella, and then it's, it's not like him. a sharpened umbrella. It's just no, a it's, normal umbrella. It really the game really makes it seem like he was going to kill him. And also, when you talk to the guy later, he says he was going to kill me. Yeah. Uh, so maybe Majima has a sharpened demon fire umbrella. Maybe. <laughs> um. Yeah. Kiryu stops him, and Majima's like, "I was trying to do you a favor, Kiryu-chan." I like I like that we we invented this very difficult Majima voice in the last episode, and now I'm playing the dub, and he just goes, "Hey, Kiryu-chan, how you doing? Ah, I'm Majima." Hey. Um, so I don't have to. I don't. And have to I, do I the refuse fucking... to. I refuse to do Majima voice personally because it would hurt me. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. Goodbye, Majima voice. I'll maybe we'll pull it out if it, if things yeah, that, get. We can only do that for get... a special occasion. Yeah, for a special occasion. Um, yes. Yeah, so Kiryu. Uh, protects the guy. Um, Majima says that when Kiryu has his own family, um, he'll have to learn to kind of discipline them and teach them respect by Kiryu stabbing agrees, them in the but, face with the umbrella. But he says, as Majima's walking off, I'm going to do things the right way. Mm. Uh, I'm going to do things my own way. Yeah. Starting with going to the bar and getting shit-faced for and Majima, Majima is... Uh, shocked at this statement. He's like, what? Are you fucking disrespecting me? You don't like the way I do things? Huh? Huh? What, what? Come on, fight me. Fight me. And Kiryu says... <laughs> fight me, Kiryu. Fight me, Kiryu. Uh, Kiryu says, no. I'm not gonna do that. I have uh, plenty... Of, well, I will never fight you 200 times. So Majima slaps him and is like, come on, how about now? And he says, no, I'm not I'm not fighting you. No, so this start, is not he, in the original game. This is this is an edition. Okay, really? Uh, so yes. he, he he starts beating Kiryu with his umbrella, and like Kiryu even like starts bleeding a little bit, but he, he's still just standing there. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna fight you. Uh, and Majima's like, okay, well, you know, uh, you've got ideals, and you're willing to stand up for them. That's great. Uh, once you have your own family, you know, maybe we'll we'll be able to come to blows over this, you know? It, it'll be great. You know, so I'm just gonna have to come up with a plan to make you fight me, <laughs> and it'll it'll be awesome. It'll be great. And I'll, I'll come up with a plan to make you fight me, Kiryu, way too many times. 
Yeah. Um, uh, and then in the original, it, they, he, they did he walks actually... off and he literally clicks his heels as he's like it's going down the, the the alleyway. I did a I did actually find in my notes there is a deleted scene emailed to me from uh from Nagoshi himself and he he sent me an email and he said hey check this out a deleted scene from the original video game 2005 where Majima he says all right Kiryu see you later uh I'll see you two more times in this whole entire game goodbye bye um, and that's what he says before he goes away <laughs> um so let's see it's time to go up to bar Serena um Reina is working the bar what is Reina wearing in this scene by the way uh like uh, a kimono you- She's were okay. She was wearing the kimono in the original, and I was like, "That's not what she wore in Zeros." I figured, well, yeah, but it was her. the '80s. Yeah, that's true. They didn't wear kimonos in the '80s. Yeah, they had a big resurgence in 1995. Um, Nishiki is there, of course. Our our good boy, we love him. He's wearing. I mean, I a think new suit. I think Raina's just wearing the kimono because she likes to wear it. She's I wearing something. It's she's wearing something different in this chapter, like later on. So like, I, she's, I think, it's comfortable and easy to wear. Is yeah. what they always say. Um, Nishiki's got an outfit change for this game. He's not, he's ditched his, uh, his really stylish red suit that we loved. And he's now just kind of wearing a, he listened to what Kiryu said about black and white at the end of the, the, uh, of Yakuza Zero. And he said, that's a great idea. So he put on a black and white suit. Hey, that was the joke, wasn't it? Kiryu said, I'm not feeling black or white. I'm feeling kind of gray. And Kiryu said, and Nishiki said, I'm feeling black and white. So he he God, up. I didn't even think about that cuz at the end of Yakuza 0 Nishiki says, "Oh, you'd look great in something black and white." And then Kiryu says, "I think I'll wear my own style." And then Nishiki goes out and buys the black and white suit that he saw. Uh, yeah. I think that was the I think that was I think that was the joke was that he wears a black and white suit in Zero and uh in the original. Yeah. Um yeah. He looks yes. good. Yes. Um he looks great. Uh, I I still like his Zero style a lot more. I think it's very Yeah, I, I I love the the Zero suit. It's awesome. The Zero Zero suit <laughs> Zero Nishiki. suit Nishiki, yeah. If you type in um, uh, Nishiki Bailey before you start uh, Yakuza Kiwami, like as your name, he will appear in his zero suit. When they put uh, when they put Kiryu and Nishiki in Super Smash Brothers uh, Ultimate, you can put in a you can enter a button combo uh, before the match starts that will start you off as zero suit Nishiki, and he's a lot faster. Yeah, so you, um, you don't have to use his final smash to change into yeah, exactly. the suit anymore. And it's yeah. funny because you know a lot of people preferred so many people preferred zero suit Nishiki that when they when they make the next uh, Smash game, they're gonna just have him as his own separate character. Yeah, um, that sounds pretty I don't cool. Know how I feel like about that. that. Yeah, it, se- it seems all right. Um, so then uh, we get the scene at, at Serena. It's just kind of a you know. Friends hanging out. This hanging is this out. is where in the original series you kind of meet the the group of friends: Kiryu, Nishiki, Yumi, and uh, Reina. Yeah, Re- all... Reina's closed shop early because n- none of the other customers. <laughs> Everyone can wants stand. to. No one wants to hang out. Yeah, they're like, we're afraid that Oda's gonna show up again. <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah, n- none of the other customers can stand Kiryu and Nishiki. So, uh, and and Yumi's out shopping right now. So they're they're just yeah. hanging out. This is Akira Nishikiyama of the Dojima family. He doesn't Ooh. have any sort of special rank. <laughs> no, no, our friend. We love him. Um, sweet boy. Uh, uh, so... we, 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 we get some more exposition here. That's basically all that this first chapter is, is just setting things yeah. up. Uh, setting things up that we already basically know. Yeah, so we, we find out that uh, Kazuma has been putting his weight behind Kiryu to get his own Who? family. Uh, uh, Who? Fuma, Fuma Oyabun. Fuma, Fuma Oyabun. Yes, uh, yeah. so listen up, everybody. Um, and I actually think this is kind of a welcome change. Yeah, it, I don't under, like Fuma. It's an understandable change because it's. One I don't. I don't appreciate. I think Fuma names. is a weird name for for Cosma. I don't think he looks like a Fuma. 
Um, but of course, and this is something that fucking confused me so bad when I played Zero the first time. Kiryu's first name is Kazuma. Kazuma's last name is Kazuma. Names are flip-flopped in Japanese, so often people will call him, you know, Kazuma Kiryu or Kiryu Kazuma. And of course, uh, Kazuma is Kiryu's adopted father. So I always, for the basically for the entirety of Yakuza 0, my first playthrough, thought that Kiryu literally had Kazuma's last name, and he was Kiryu, first name, Kazuma, last name. Mm-hmm. Um, this is very confusing, uh, especially if you're playing this in English, and, you know, it's not like a matter of the names are spelled con- completely differently in Japanese, like a, a different kanji and everything. Yeah. Uh, so in the original dub, they renamed uh, him to Shintaro Fuma. Um, I think it is a very welcome change for the dub. I think it makes things a lot more understandable if it's your first time playing and yeah. you don't have someone to explain to you that those are different names because they are very hard to tell apart. Yeah. Um, it's just a U versus an A. So that's that's what they call them in the dub. And I, mm. I like it, honestly. Yeah. So oh, uh, back, to, back to Serena. Yes. Who? Ba- I said back to Serena. Okay. Yeah. Back to Serena. So, uh, Kazuma's kind of been putting his weight behind Kiryu to get his own family, and at this point, like, Kazuma pretty much runs the Dojima family, like... Yeah, he's, he's, Dojima's just, he's full-on, he never leaves his bedroom, he never leaves the giant boss fight room. He's just watching, he's been so depressed since Takeshi's Castle ended, that he's even watching the horrible British version, whatever that one's called, yeah. Yeah, he he just sits in his room all day and just watches it. He, he's, he's a fucking he's a fucking neat now. It, it, it's too bad, you know. One one day he'll, you know, he he never lives to to find out about wipeout or anything like that. Yeah, uh, you know, to kind of scratch that. Same I mean, itch. fucking, he doesn't fucking deserve wipeout. So yeah, he doesn't. But you know, no. So he he he's Do, Dojima is just kind of like a figurehead at this point. He basically just spends all of his time talking about how cool and good he used to be. Like we yeah. get that line. I don't know if you they get literally that line say the like. He talks about the glory days, and then we know, you know, we fucking know for Yakuza Zero that what he was like in the glory days, and then he's just like, now we know for for seven years he's just been talking about just I could have been the one in charge, I could have had that empty lot, I had it, I was so close, I was the, yeah. the best Yakuza. Ah, fuck this guy, I hate him. Yeah, <laughs> the that, worst. that yeah. So they yeah they didn't even change that line from from the original. That's pr- that's pretty great. Like no, they, that's they yeah. Kinda... They explain yeah, they why did. Dojima's such a bitter fucking shithead. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, Nish- Nishiki's kind of like we we get we get we get some foreshadowing here. Like they're they're yeah. really they're starting early with this inferiority complex shit. Uh, yeah, he's like, oh, and I Nishiki's like, ah, oh, you, you beat me to it again already, huh? Like yeah, you're getting your own family, and I, I'm I'm stuck in the dirt. Uh, Kiryu asks Nishiki how his sister's doing. His sister that. Uh, they never mention in Yakuza Zero for some reason, even though it's a prequel that was trying to set everything up. But Nishiki has a sister. Um, I guess she was also in Sunflower Orphanage. I guess Presumably. I don't know. I don't think it. I mean, they have I don't the think same it was parents, ever explained. So I guess. Um, but Nishiki's sister is is sick with a nondescript illness. She's yeah. not doing well. She uh, apparently is going to get one final operation that the doctors don't think she'll survive. Mm-hmm. Very sad for Nishiki. He's 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 very upset about it. Yeah. Um, but then Yumi's here to cheer up her friends. Yumi's uh, here, Yumi... and when Yumi walks in, Kiryu has the biggest, goofiest smile on his face. I want to post it to the to my Twitter later. It, Go it, for it's, it. I'll, I'll it, retweet it. It's so it. good. Um, yeah. 
Uh, Yumi, you, of course. They mentioned her a couple times in Yakuza Zero. Yeah, and she Tachibana is love interest. Yes, yes. Uh, um, she's wearing the ring that we see at the beginning of the game. It yeah, is, uh, very like clearly shown that it is the same ring. And then we just get this kind of montage of the people like talking and drinking and having a good time. And then uh, it Yumi sort of leaves and Kiryu's like passed out. And it's literally what they start drinking at like what like six or seven o'clock uh and kiryu wakes up at 4 p.m the next wait, day wait no this is where it cuts in kiwami we get a flat we get oh, another no. flashback yeah so they're partying and stuff and then we flash back to a few months ago do oh not, boy do you not get this at no, all No, this is this is this is new content oh damn See, this is exciting solo operation we're gonna get solo, I'm, yeah. I'm going in on my own into into enemy territory um yeah, so tactical we, tactical yakuza action. Yeah, we cut we cut back to a few months ago, uh, and we we it's still in Serena. Yumi, uh, by the way, works as like a hostess in in Serena. She's presumably the only one there. Yeah. Um, Which I think was mentioned in Zero too. I think they talked about she's in college, but yeah, they like, said that she was like yeah, pretty she, enough to be a hostess get in Serena a or job at Serena or yes. something. Like Nishiki's been talking to Reina about that. Yeah. So um, uh, Nishiki and Kiryu are at the bar once again. They kind of call Reina over because they're like, "Hey, come on, we're paying customers too." And I mean, Reina's just sitting there like with Yumi and the other customers. So. Um, uh, we get we get a little bit more talking, like, uh, Nishiki, like, hey, you're going to start that casino venture? That could really turn out well for you, and Kiryu doesn't want to do it, because he, he's he's good, and he doesn't want to Kiryu, con. what happened What happened to your real estate thing? That You were making so much money from that, and he's like, oh, I, I didn't feel good about it once we started using prison labor. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, so Kiryu doesn't want to do it, because he, he doesn't want to con money out of civilians so it's just kind of driving home like oh kiryu is good yakuza he's the good driving one. home the point of what is kiryu doing in this line of work mm-hmm. yeah and nishiki's like what the fuck are you doing in this line of work yeah you need to be more ambitious you're you're like like maybe you'll get your own family but once that's not gonna over get with, like you've basically hit the glass ceiling you need to you need to really step up and kind of go above and beyond and kiryu's like eh, i don't know man kiryu has the the reasonable conclusion uh when you play yakuza zero of and i guess this is i don't know maybe intentionally calling back to the fact that cosmo was in jail because uh the cops busted his gambling parlors so maybe not the best uh, recommendation yeah. i didn't even think about that yeah. yeah but i mean he doesn't even approach it from that he he's he says like no. I, I i don't want to con money out of civilians is how he frames it oh yeah um so then if then Raina had a magic child who could who could win every <laughs> gambling game for me uh Raina's like hey you two knuckleheads did you even remember that yumi's birthday is coming up like i know you've lived with like you spent years and years with her in that orphanage but like do you remember <laughs> And Kiryu says, no, I'm fucking stupid. I fucking forgot. Oh, God, I've been so busy. Oh, you know? God damn it. Do you think uh, Kiryu no. knows his own birthday? Because I don't think Kiryu celebrates his birthday. I don't, I, think, I don't, he, I don't like, think he does. Well, I don't know. Genu- no, look, uh, Kiryu, the, his tattoo, his dragon tattoo, we've never mentioned it. It does actually have his birthday on it. So does like, it really, or is this a is this a goof or is this? No, it does. Is this a re- it does. That, oh, so cool. he got it tattooed on his back so he could remember it. 
But so he also, he's an idiot, so he tattooed it on his back where he can never see it, so <laughs> it doesn't do him any good. Yeah, he should have got it. It, has, it also has it also has in the like kanji numbers. It has like his social security number and his phone number and his address <laughs> on there, just in case he forgets it. Yeah, any any time he like takes off his shirt to do a fight, he needs to make sure there's like no cameras around or anything so that yeah. nobody's like <laughs> he puts a, he puts a piece he puts a band aid over it. Yeah, uh, and, and, but Nishiki says, "Yeah, of course I remembered her birthday. I'm not stupid. I got Yumi a, a pink diamond necklace. It, it's she'll love it." Um, oh, what a ni- what a nice guy, Nishiki! What a capital uh, N, capital G, nice guy. Shut up. <laughs> um, the birthday, what the birthday rememberer. Shut up. Um, uh, we love Nishiki here. We will, we will not disparage. We do, him we like do this. respect and love Nishiki. Uh, Kiryu's fucking stupid. He's like, oh shit. Um, uh, what, what do I get girls for their birthday? What are girls Raina? like? Raina, do they please. like gift cards? Raina, you need to help me, please. Tell me what you what I should get. And she says, um, what about a ring? What if you just got a ring? Does she dude? like? Does she like pocket circuit? She's. A, well, get her a pocket get her, circuit. Get her some jewelry, like a ring. Uh, and and then Kiryu's like, but what kind of ring? I don't a ring, like a mood ring. Where do I get a ring? Where do I buy one of those? Please, Raina, you need to be more specific. And so Raina's like, okay, there's this new ring. It's from France. It's very nice. All the ladies love it. They're selling it at La Marche. You need to go get it. And Kiryu yes. says, okay, f- oh, okay, good. Uh, I'll go get okay. it. Uh, so now you are tasked I, I with- remember this part now, yes. Yeah, you are tasked with going to La Marche to get this <laughs> ring. You go there, you get it. Uh, he gets it engraved with Yumi's name, of course. Uh, it costs 120,000 yen. And... Uh, <laughs> The the guy behind the counter is like, uh, hey, well, you're here shopping today? And Kiryu's like, uh, uh, I think so. I need, I think it's, uh, it's like a, a, a ring. It's from it's France, It's a circle. It's made of, right, I right. think he, it's a circle. He, he calls Reyna on the phone, like, Reyna, please, can you tell this Reyna. guy what the ring is? I can't remember. Please. It's like a, a circle made of precious metal, and it's got, like, an, a, a, a nice inlaid stone. I can't remember what it's called. Reyna, help! Reyna, please. Reyna. Uh, uh, I'll just, I'll just take a gift card, okay? This is too the, hard. Guy, guy behind the counter, please don't tell anyone I'm getting this for a girl. Please, uh, uh, don't tell anyone. Uh, so you're walking back to Serena with the ring, and a guy bumps into Kiryu and pickpockets the ring. Motherfucker. Uh, yeah, so you're, you're chasing after him, and somebody else comes up behind you and like, hey, did he steal from you too? He's a notorious pickpocket. He he likes to, like, you know, he steals from people and then he'll run down an alley. He's so good. And then he'll hide behind a soda machine or a flag or something. The best part is uh, at the end when it turns out he was just getting that ring for his son. Because his son never had a ring. And he's a Yakuza <laughs> and he wanted to connect with his divorced son. Uh, Yeah, we'll get to that. His son named Yumi. Um, yeah. Uh, and the guy is like, okay, I saw him running down Tenkaichi Alley. You can run after him. So you, you go after him. He's very obviously hiding behind a, uh, a like a vending machine in the alleyway, not even really trying to hide. You, you find him, and he's like, ah, shit, and he runs off, so you need to chase after him again. Uh, he is uh, on, uh, what's the name of this, the, the street? The street that had uh, the Sugita building. building in, oh, that's, uh, in that's 
Oh, what is that one called? I think it's just called like Tenkaichi Alley or something. No, Tenkaichi Alley is the one between Tenkaichi Street and Nakamichi Street. No, that's Nakamichi Alley. No, Nakamichi Alley is between Nakamichi this Street the one. and Pink oh, yes, Street right. or Sinrio Avenue. I, I can't remember which one. I don't one know then. Uh, uh, it's Pink Street. I guess it doesn't have... Oh, yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. It's the one where Sugita building is, which, by the way, Sugita is still here. It's just you can't go in there anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you, you chase him Yamanoi's down. Yamanoi's old rotting bones are in there, surrounded by the by the penal real estate company. Marina, um, has, Marina, has, Marina has made a control. simulacrum of Kiryu and placed the glasses on it, and she is... But she she's. But don't get her wrong. She's... She's in she's in control now. Um she has become just like the most ruthless cop slash landlord that has ever been seen, and she will use her penal investment mm-hmm. and uh, management unit to uh to just absolutely dominate the uh real estate industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you chase Sakura. the guy down again, he's just obviously he's hiding in plain sight once again. I'm so find- glad that this is the way that, that uh rgg studios decided uh would be the the way that they start their their 10th anniversary remake of yakuza was with is, this yeah this weird fetch quest yeah, uh, yeah oh yeah. i remember this guy has he, doesn't he fight you here and he's got like a really weird he like does this really stupid pose when he fights you yeah you 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 find him and you're like there's nowhere to run now you bitch uh in the dub that's what he says yeah um, in the dub he would in the dub he would say he's a bitch yeah, and, and the guy's like, "Well, too bad for you. I'm I am the I'm the final heir to an ancient art of assassination. Uh, and you'll have to fight me if you want to get that ring back, idiot." And yeah, he does the dumb pose, and he does have like one of the weirder move sets, like the rarer ones that you usually don't find on street goons. He is a shifty-eyed man. Uh, that's that's all he's called by the thing. And unfortunately for him, he picked a fight right next to a bunch of bicycles. <laughs> Um, against the dragon it was a recipe for the disaster for disaster it was he chose to fight the dragon of dojima next to a bunch of bicycles and that's just kiryu looks at one of them and the guy turns to dust yeah i i uh, once again i don't know what because the game's not presenting me with tutorials this may or may not be where the style tutorial is i don't know who cares um, Who cares? Well, you I, I did. I did. I did switch to this. B style to swing a bicycle. Is what I'm. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe this Love is where it. they teach you about style, so you can pick up a bicycle really cool. Maybe. Um. So you beat him up. Oh but... yes, 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 yes. That's right. I believe that the first fight tutorial is in dragon style. You're like locked into it. Yeah, yeah. That, and yeah, then the, like the then one this in is the fight that teaches is Dragon you. Style. I don't yes. know what the next fight is if it's a tutorial, and I think this one is. This one just tutorial. teaches you that you can switch styles. I remember this now. Okay, yeah. So you beat him up, and you're like, please give me the ring back. And he says, no, I already actually, I pawned it off and then spent the money on lottery tickets, so you can't even get the money back from me. Um, it's like, what's the point of this? Why are we doing this? <laughs> Uh, so I mean, dumb. it's it's a little bit of like extra backstory that I I, I am fine with. I think it gives I a little guess. bit more characterization to, but like the the things you have to do to get that are like so yeah. uh, arbitrary. It's kind of ridiculous. It should have just been yeah. like an additional cutscene. So he pawned it, right? Yeah, he pawned it and spent the money already. So you need to yeah. go back and get it from the pawn shop. You go to a bisu pawn, of course. 
and the guy behind the counter is like, oh, I've heard that story a million times. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> falling for it. Yeah, let me guess. It's someone stole your ring. I isn't here. You're like, well, I got it engraved. It says Yumi on it. Well, not yet. Uh, yeah, like you, you go into the shop menu and it's 120,000 yen. Uh, and you, you, so you can't afford it because you, you spent all of your money buying it at La Marche. Yeah, uh, so Kiryu's like, ah, fuck, I gotta get the money, I don't have it on me, I need to borrow it from someone. So you, you go, and you walk down to Pink Street, and luckily for you, Shinji is walking down Mr. the street. Mr. Libido, too. Yeah, he he is- He's in his cum diaper. He's in his cum diaper, and he's like, whoa, hey, Kiryu, you on your way to a soap land, too? And Kiryu says, Shinji, there's no time to explain, I need 120,000 yen. And she's okay. like, whoa, dude, that's a really expensive soap land, you gotta take me there yeah. sometime. Uh, and Kiryu says, just give me the money. Uh, so you, you get the money from him, you go back to Ibisu Pond, and now the ring costs 150,000 yen. <laughs> oh my fucking god. We have to appreciate Shinji for just very willingly giving Kiryu 150 million yen without asking any questions besides, damn dude, that sounds like a great, a great sex experience that you're getting out of this. This is, this soap land is not gonna do an OTPHJ. They're gonna yeah. do a UTPHJ. Damn. Uh, so, but they're gonna leave the pee- the pants on. <laughs> uh, K- Kiryu needs another thirty thousand yen. He says to the guy behind the counter, "Now is when he realizes, hey, I got a custom engraving on it. It should say Yumi. Just come on, take a look at it." And the guy's like, "No, I'm not doing that. No, fuck you. Before you get out of here, before I call the cops." So you you go back and you don't go back to Pink Street. You go to Nakamichi Street on the other side of the alleyway, and now Shinji's walking down that way. In the same direction. I, I don't know what the hell he's doing. Dude, uh, he's just Mr. Libido. He's just going from, like, sex shop to DV- adult video store to soap. He's just, that's what his life is. And we, yeah, so we meet up with, this is you meet up with him point. and Shinji's like, damn, dude, that was quick. You, you, that was quick. You, damn, you don't fuck around in those soap layers. You, you, you just get straight to business. And Kiryu's like, please, I need another 30,000 I need 30,000. I need 30,000 yen. I need to get back there before some other guy does. Is what he says, and Shinji's like, "Whoa, dude! Yeah, I understand. Here you go, dude. We're gonna have to. You're really gonna have to take me to that soap land sometime." And he says, "Okay, whatever." And he, you go back to the pawn shop, uh, and you can finally buy the ring, but the, it's not there anymore. The ring is gone. Shaking and my Kiyu head says, furiously. What the at fuck this happened to the ring? And he says, uh, "The guy behind the counter says, oh, I, I figured you'd be back.' So I, I did actually take a look at the ring, and it checks out. It does say Yumi on it." Uh, and you, you can, so, and Kiryu's like, oh, okay, so I can buy it off of you? And he says, no, you, you can just have it. You don't need to pay for it. You know, if the cops find out that I'm selling stolen goods, they'll come down on me like a, you know, a, a, a house of bricks. That's not a, that's not a, that's not a phrase. That's not a turn a of classic phrase. phrase. It's, it's a phrase in Japan. Yeah, it's a phrase in Japan. Um, I'm, well, I mean, <laughs> the guy didn't say that. I said that. No, so. I know, I know, I know. Okay. Um, uh, so you, you finally have the ring back. You go back to Serena. There's no further difficulties. You bring it. Actually, you don't even need to go back to Serena. It just cuts straight there. Um, everybody's celebrating. Uh, Yumi gets the, the big nice cake from Portal. It's got the strawberries and the candles on it. It's very funny. It, this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this one's, this one's not a lie, folks. <laughs> it's not a lie. I wish there was a way to find the geeks and gamers in this executive lounge. Nishiki gets gives her the pink diamond necklace that he got her, and she's like, oh, thanks, Nishiki. It's Yay. nice, I guess. Um, and Reina, even after all this, has to, like, nudge Kiryu to get him to give Yumi the ring. 
Uh, so Kiryu's God, like, uh, Kiryu. Uh, I got, I got he your just, ring. I think. Uh, I think that's he just what it's throws called. it in her general direction. And Yumi is ecstatic. She loves the ring. She, loves she it. says she'll treasure it for the rest of her life. Uh, and this is when we get another flashback. So now in Kiwami, reminder, we have a flashback within a flashback. Reminder: the present day is October first. We got a flashback to September thirtieth. Now we are a few months before that. And now we are a few minutes before that initial start of the flashback. Oh my god. Yeah, so we, we cut back to when Yumi was talking to the customer when Kuyu and Nishiki first got into the bar earlier. Uh, and we, we get more context on that conversation. So y- Yumi uh, is saying, hey, my birthday's coming up. And the, the the customer says, "Oh, should I get you something? You know, uh, maybe maybe a ring, perhaps." And Yumi says, uh, "I don't know. I'd really only want a ring from the guy that I'm in love with." Uh, and Reina is like, "Oh, oh interesting. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah." So we obviously we we get the confirmation that Yumi is in love with Kiryu, and vice versa. Uh, and we confirmed. Cut, yeah, we cut back to the. The, the the second layer of flashback, not the third layer. Uh, <laughs> We're so deep in it. Yeah, uh, N- Nishiki is looking pretty tense, like he's kind of rubbing his legs in a weird way, and he, he's like, uh, you know. Uh, Reina diffuses the situation by being like, hey, Nishiki, maybe uh, my birthday's coming up too. You, you, got, you two should get me something. What are you going to get me? And she says, Nishiki, you should get me a ring, and Kiryu, you get me a necklace. Uh, so, kind of, uh, you, you get you get what's happening yeah, here. Yeah, you see what it is. Yeah. You all get it. So now, now we finally go back to September 30th. Kiryu's asleep on the bar. We are back in uh, where ev- everything is happening for everyone the same way. It is 4 yep. p.m. Uh, Kiryu wakes up. Nishiki and Yumi are gone. Uh, so... Kiryu is just going to go and drop off uh, the monthly take at the Cosmo office. Yep. Um, Kiryu uh, heads over to the, we'll say just, we'll just keep saying Cosmo office. Just know that it's always going to be Fuma for me, Fuma Oyabun. Mm -hmm. Um, On our way, we inexplicably meet a guy named Tamura, who is a journalist who wants to introduce his friend Aoki. And he says that he like did an article on Kiryu and it's, there's no reason for this conversation. Yeah. I don't think until much later in our our pot, like until like another chapter or something. But he's just yeah, here to I, say I, that he's a journalist. This is kind of yeah. This is a a strange interaction, which is setting up yeah. something that I still don't think is a very big deal. No, it doesn't matter at all. But they're like, I'm a journalist from a magazine called Spy! Exclamation point. Yeah, um, but if you ever need me, ever need me in chapter two, I'll be here. Don't worry about it. Um, and then Kiryu says, okay. And then he heads over to the Cosmo office um, mm-hmm. where we, we meet our dad, Shintaro Fuma. Kazuma. Shintaro Fuma and Osamu Kashiwagi. He's here too. Can I talk about Osamu Kashiwagi in the, in the dub? He, what does uh, he look so, like? Well, he looks like... I mean, he he's PS2 graphics, so he looks quite a lot different. But it's the way that he talks, where he he because uh, because Kazuma tells Kiryu like, remember uh, Kiryu, never uh, never go buck wild, never start shooting people, um, or everyone else is gonna follow your example and they're gonna start shooting people. 
Um, Kiryu says, I've never killed anyone in my life and I never will. And then Kashiwagi, he says, he's like, did you know that once upon a time, Kazuma Oyabun was the number one hitman in Kemurocho? It's like, he's like doing this crazy, like Minecraft top 10 voice. It's so weird. He's like, it's, it's like, who is, this is not It is kind Kashiwagi. of a strange behavior for Kashiwagi as we know him. Yeah. Especially since, uh, obviously, Kiryu knows this, but the audience doesn't know this if they're playing yeah. Yakuza 1. So we're, we're setting this, like... Top 10 things you didn't know about. Fuma Oyabu, number 10. Mm-hmm. He's got a big old juicy ass. <laughs> um, yeah, that's number 10 because every pretty much everyone knows that. Everyone knows that, yeah. In fact, number nine is the is the fact that he's like the, used to be the number one hitman. Um, <laughs> number one is that his mustache just it's actually a it's like one solid plastic piece like a Lego and it snaps right off his face. Oh Jesus! Um, yeah. Um, Kazuma uh, tells Kiryu he's like, "Have you visited Sunflower Orphanage? Don't forget uh, your roots. It's always your home. Exposition. Don't, uh, go visit them." Yeah, <laughs> he says you've never played Yakuza Zero. That game doesn't exist yet. Um, another henchman comes in, uh, that's what, the game calls them all sorts of things, they'll call them goons, thugs, yakuza, this one says henchmen, which was really funny, like, Kazuma oh, henchmen. they like, they like, put the names next to people's, like, lines in the dub? Yeah. Like, subtitles yeah. for it? Okay. Yeah. I think it was, I think it was the guy who meets Kiryu coming in, you could talk to him, and he's just like, Kazuma henchman, um, which I guess makes sense, because Kazuma is a bit of a mastermind, mm-hmm. um, and he uh, explains the situation. Reina has called, and uh, uh, I almost said Chairman Dojima. That is incorrect. Captain Dojima has uh, kidnapped Yumi, and Nishi Captain, went Captain after Dojima? them. Oh, that's what he's called in the yeah. dub? Okay. Yeah. He's, he's, he's not chairman. A patriarch Dojima. Yeah, he's patriarch yeah. Dojima. I believe it does say captain in the dub. Interesting. Um, yeah, he kidnapped Yumi, and Nishiki went after them, and then mm-hmm. dramatic music starts playing. And then... Uh, Kazuma's like, uh, it says something about Dojima. Whenever he wants a girl, he gets her no matter what. Great. Fuck you, Do- uh, Kazuma. Or not Kazuma. Fuck you, Dojima. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kiryu says, like, I, he said, Kazuma's trying to be reasonable. And he's like, don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll fig- I'll stop this myself. I, I have the, the power to stand up to Dojima. He's a fucking shit anyway. And I can tell him whatever I want to do and he'll have to do it. So don't worry. Well, about I mean, him. like, Kiryu says, it, yeah, Kiryu, if you go there, you're just going to make things worse. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll, don't worry. I'll be able to sort it out. Whatever happens, you know, it'll, it'll be fine. Uh, but, but Kiryu's more concerned about his, you know, Kiryu's concerned friends. about what Nishiki's going to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, like so that, Kiryu is just like, that's kind I of the biggest go. thing here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He rushes out the door. Yeah. Um, and then we recognize it's raining now, so you see where this is going. Uh, mm-hmm. On the way, once again, Tamura and Aoki, for no fucking reason, just being like, remember, Kiryu, if you ever need a favor in ten years. Really? That happens. Ag- that didn't happen for me. Oh, does it not? Yeah, they come by and they're just like, Kiryu, remember, if you ever need anything, let me know. And then Kiryu says, I have no time, I've got to go. Fantastic. And then we get to the theater square and Hirata's here to waste our time and he's like, I'm back! the golf club bitch yeah he's still because it's golf in the club. dub and he swears a lot so he's got his golf club and you have to fight the fucking harada peace finance guys again for no reason um he says that he hired some hard-ass motherfuckers once again dub great job uh from sukiyama there's like one guy with um, him though yeah <laughs> exactly you'd think so he didn't um, have that I much think money he, he could only afford yeah. the one yeah he couldn't afford and, the five and that, pack. that's like his nephew like he didn't pay that yeah. much for him <laughs> 
He's just trying to talk him up. Um, so you beat up Hirata, and then you arrive at the office building, um, and we see a very similar scene to the beginning of the game. Dojima lying dead on the ground, and then Nishiki is holding the gun. Um, what is what is what does Nishiki say in the uh, in the? He says original? that the boss forced himself on Yumi, so I I killed him. Here's what he says in the dub. Ready? He says, uh, he basically says, like, Dojima, you know, etc., etc., Yumi. Um, he tried to whatever. And then he says, I fucking shot him. I emptied the whole clip. <laughs> like, not only does, does the dub okay, need well, to inform one, us that... it's a magazine. Two, it's a revolver, so it doesn't have a magazine. <laughs> I don't think it's a revolver in the in the original, then, because it's, it's very much like a, uh, whatever, I don't know, an automatic or whatever it's called. I don't know, guns. Um... I just, I just think it's important that uh, the dub says not only does he fucking shoot him, but he also, it's very important that we know that he shot him many times. Whereas, like, he, otherwise, it only looks like he has like one bullet wound. At least I know, him. but the for the Americans, they need to know that this man is full of holes. It's not as cool that if he's not okay. Um, and then Nishiki's like, "Oh my god, I just killed the top captain of the Dojima clan." I'm yeah, I, I killed yeah. A, a direct Tojo like subordinate. I'm this is not going to be good. <laughs> and what is our 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 sweet boy Kiryu, um, Kiryu who may says, or may not be the one we know? Because sometimes Nishiki, he's voiced by someone else. Nishiki, take take Yumi and go. Uh, you've got Nishiki, a sister. Yeah, you you've got a sister who's going to be there for her. Like she's got her last surgery uh, coming up, and if you're in jail, like who's going to be there for her? Not yeah. me, of course. I don't give a shit about her. Um. <laughs> so Kiryu takes the gun. And Nishiki leaves with Yumi, uh, and we, we get a replay of the scene from the very yes. beginning. Kiryu is now in jail. Um, Kiryu explains to the cop who's interrogating him uh, that he killed Dojima because he was in financial trouble and he needed money. Yeah. And uh, a detective named... Makoto uh, Date, Tokyo Metropolitan in- Police Detective, Criminal Investigation Division. Or inexplicably in English, Mako Date. I don't know why. Why did the, what's the what's wrong with Makoto? It's Mako Date in the English. Well, they they knew about uh, Yakuza Zero and they didn't want. <laughs> yeah, they knew people. Would be, they knew in many years they'd make a Yakuza Zero. And when Machima met Makoto Makimura, all the fans who played Yakuza two thousand five were going to be like, "Wait a minute, that's not the cop. That's not a cop <laughs> at all." Um. So yes, this is this is Date. Uh. Don't worry about him. We'll we'll meet him again later. He's not important. Um, he thinks, yeah, he thinks Kiryu is covering for someone. But then this his like I don't know fucking detective partner. It's it's Marina again. She's like, she's like it's just a dead yakuza. Who fucking cares? It's just they yeah, always it, are killing each it's other. It's an internal dispute. Who gives a shit? I just want to get this put case your glasses on and let me take a couple of pictures of you, Kiryu. Okay, see you later. Goodbye. Um, and then Kiryu tells Date a man he's just met. Um, and has no reason to believe would ever be on his side. He's just like, Date, I had a, uh, I had a ring on me. Can you, can you give it to Kazuma and tell him that I'm very sorry? And then Date's like, I don't know you shit. And then leaves. No promises. I don't know you, Kiryu. I don't even we've know never your met name. Be- we've never met before. Why would I do that for you? Yeah, um, so we cut we, to we, Kiryu. We cut to Kiryu. He's already in jail. He is now yeah. inmate one two four zero. Yes, uh, and he gets a visit from Shinji, presenting him with his official expulsion 
from the Tojo clan. Yes, uh, it was signed by Chairman Masaru Sarah himself, the third <gasps> chairman. Remember him? Yep, he's in this game. Um, and uh, Kazuma insisted that Shinji deliver this personally. Um, and I think Kiryu is actually honestly surprised that his punishment was this minor for killing Yeah, he, he's surprised that it's it's an expulsion and not an outright banishment. But apparently yes. the third chairman insisted that it, it that's what it be. Is, is it ex- I, I don't understand the difference. I would assume it either means that Kiryu could theoretically come back, or yeah. it possibly means that, like, maybe a banishment is, like, I would never want to see your face around here again, and if you do, we'll kill you. Maybe yeah, that's per- what yeah is. perhaps. I'm not sure exactly what the distinction is. Um, we also find out, bad news, that, uh, that Yumi is missing. This is just, this is just, like, Kiryu bad news corner, where he finds yeah. out all of the bad things happen. Yeah, uh, so Yumi has gone lost her memory. She was in the hospital, she lost her memory of everyone and everything, like, she didn't remember yeah. Kiryu or Nishi or anyone, uh, but now she has even gone missing from the hospital. Uh, yeah, she just walked out. Nishiki and Kazuma are looking for him, but we, you know, that's, that's all we get. Yes. Um, this oh, is also, also fucking... Kazuma is going to take over command of the Dojima family, but good for him. <laughs> Yay. Um, I mean, he was basically already in charge, but yeah, uh, we get fucking, uh, it's like lunchtime in prison. Now Shinji leaves and, uh, it's, we're like the, whatever the, whatever it's called, where you eat food in a, in a prison, a mess hall, a cafeteria, whatever. Um, in the dub, they put this ridiculous, like prison inmate, like quite frankly very offensive voices in there i won't obviously do an impression but it's it's like fucking prison mike from the office it's terrible and they're just like understand that reference it's okay it's it's bad it's just like terrible uh racist funny voices and then a dude gets his hand stabbed with a fork um and then the the guy next to kiryu's like wow the dragon of dojima himself kazuma kiryu um yeah, i you, heard you, you off your patriarch didn't you huh yeah that's pretty that's pretty fucking wild um and then he like goes to stab kiryu in the face with a fork mm-hmm. that happened for you yeah yeah does he say does he not say that uh that that chairman sarah sent him to kill kiryu he does after the with fight his, yeah what is up with that is that come back up well, well look let's go over this first so yeah kiryu, that's kiryu fair. stops yes. the stab and all, all the guys get up and they push the chairs, they push the, the, tables the chairs and, and the tables out of the way so that everyone can fight. Uh, this is technically the first boss fight in this game. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, I mean, for you, it's a tutorial. Yeah, but... I'm on, I'm on New Game Plus, uh, so it's not very hard. I beat up everyone very no. quickly. And this is a tutorial. I do remember this. This is the tutorial for Kiwami Heat Moves, which is where we what get our Kiwami first. What does Kiwami mean? This is where we get our first uh, utterance of. <laughs> what kiwami Kiwami means means extreme it means extreme so you you during like against very powerful opponents bosses mini bosses you will get a special prompt once you get to a certain threshold for a kiwami heat move uh they'll kind of slump over and be tired and their health will start regenerating and the only way you can stop this is by doing a kiwami heat move each style has its own. You start off with only the one for Brawler unlocked, and you need to unlock the other ones with experience, so you should really do those quickly. Um, I'm sure this mechanic will not be infuriating later in the game. It's fine for me. I'm on New Game Plus, and even on New... Well, yeah, for... Even on my first run-through, I didn't have a problem with it. Anyways, 
So yeah, you you do that to them and it stops their health from regenerating and it does like uh, a lot of a lot of damage, a like lot of more damage. so than uh, most heat moves. So uh, they're they're always like pretty cool, like over the top ones. The one for rush style, I like a lot because uh, it's basically just a stand rush. Like he he says <laughs> oh, yeah. aura, aura and everything. Like it, it's great. He sure does. Uh, um. So yeah, and you beat him up. And I like his weapon choice. I've never seen anything like this in the in the series, that this guy is dual-wielding forks. Yeah, I mean, that's what you got, so that's what you use. I mean, I know, I just, I love it. Double fork in it! When all you um, have is a fork, everything looks like a big spicy meatball. Um, that's true. Including Kiryu's eyeball. He'll even throw the forks at you, it's pretty great. Damn. He's like, he's like a Laogui's, like, shittier yeah. brother. <laughs> yeah. I, I only learned I, how to do it with forks. After Dojima uh, monopolized the time of the most expensive hitman in Asia, um, Masaru Sera had to hire the shittiest hitman in all of Asia, who, uh, he's uh, the beloved character from the hit uh, 2000s comedy Mystery Men. Um, he's the Blue Raja, and his specialty is that he throws forks, and he's played by one of the Simpsons guys. Okay. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's sings the funny uh smash mouth song that we all know and love yeah so kiryu uh beats the guy up and he asks you know who who gave you the order to kill me uh and it was masu sarah himself the third chairman uh what a betrayal what a what a dick yeah so yeah kiryu, especially coming sarah, from yakuza zero you know this is like Ooh, yeah what's going on here really uh kiryu uh sarah's not would not be where he is today without kiryu but see uh and that is the end of the chapter. I'll, I will inform everyone. Uh, it's not yet. Kiryu gets knocked out by one of the guards, and then it's the end of the Oh, yes, yes, yes. He he gets knocked out, and then the next time he wakes up, ten years have passed. Yeah. <laughs> he got hit very hard in the brain with a with a nice, firm piece of wood. So, yes, our next chapter will be uh, set in 2005, uh, which is when the rest of the game will take place. Yeah. So that is the end of our first Yakuza 1 experience. Good stuff so far. I'm enjoying the PS2 version quite a lot. I can't wait for the city to actually open up. Yeah, me um, too. Uh, I, I, I'm liking going back to Kiwami. It's fun. Because uh, I, I, th- this was the first Yakuza game that I played all the way through. Like, all the, all the yeah. story. Uh, so it, it's been actually, like, a couple years since I've played it. So yeah. Did you play Kiwami before you played Zero? I played Zero before I played Kiwami, but I finished Kiwami before I finished Zero. Oh, I see. Is what I I'm see. getting at, yeah. Cool. Um. So yeah, it's well, I I, like I have a I have something for you. I have a surprise that I didn't tell you about, so I hope you're cool with this. I have a surprise segment Ooh, that I've prepared. Fantastic. Um, I was going to do an essence of education this week, but then I realized there was another point in the series that would be much better suited for the topic yeah. that I wanted to do. Yeah, I, so I, prepared... I was always confused why you didn't just do that in the first place. Why you yeah, didn't save it for I, I just kind of wanted to do because I haven't done one of those in a while because I yeah. I, uh, I haven't found any content concepts worth explaining. So instead, I have a Yakuza history lesson. Not Ooh. the not the criminals, but the game itself. All right. So, uh, how did this weird janky PS2 game? Uh, become such a uh, smash hit that it, it is today because everyone everyone out there you know it's the top selling franchise worldwide mm-hmm. um just kidding but it is it has enjoyed many many sequels and uh this is the first one especially the one i'm playing um so sega in the uh in the 
late 90s was in a terrible place. Uh, their Dreamcast console uh, completely demolished by the PS2. Um, Had the Sega a, Saturn come out yet? Like the one that I think they the released Saturn- like the day they announced it or whatever? I think I think that I think that may have happened also. I just I know for a fact that the uh the moment that Sony came out and announced the price of the PS2, Sega as a company was basically gone because nothing they could have released would would uh, be able to match the uh quality and price of the PS2. Um I would I I like to imagine that the PS2 was like deliberately made extremely cheap to basically just put Sega out of business forever. Damn. Um after the uh, the disappointing sales of Shenmue, uh, which was at the time the most expensive video game ever made, I believe that the budget was like forty two million dollars. God damn! Um, it was extremely expensive. Uh, the effort was pretty uh, inarguably wasted in terms of how much money it made versus how much money it spent. Um, mm-hmm. Sega was just in a terrible place. They were no longer making consoles. Uh, they were a third party developer. Um, but that's when our, uh, our main character of the segment, uh, Toshihiro Nagoshi comes in. So Nagoshi worked with, uh, Yu Suzuki, who's the creator of Shenmue. Um, and he had been working in, inside, uh, Sega and under Yu Suzuki for a while. I think he did some work on Virtua Fighter. Um, and of course on Shenmue, he also, uh, was responsible for directing two, uh, third-party Sega games for Nintendo, which was Super Monkey Ball. He's the creator and director of Super Monkey Ball, so good on you, Negoshi. I love those games, even though they're fucking hard. And he mm-hmm. also uh, directed uh, F-Zero GX, which I know some oh, people very much yeah, love. Yeah, that's, that's a wild game. I love the cutscenes in that game. So, uh, at this point in time, the uh, uh, video game market in the West, like, this was when you were starting to see companies like Rockstar and EA, who had these giganto budgets, and we're yeah. putting out these huge games. Um, and yeah, like the this developers... Is, this is like when, around when Grand Theft Auto 3 came out. Yeah, exactly. And that game is... I mean, that game and then like San Andreas, right, are like huge games. And they yeah. sold a lot of copies. So uh, Sega especially, I mean, in general, you know, Nintendo was doing all right. But like the Japanese developers were having trouble keeping up with the Western companies just in terms of, of sheer budget uh, so Nagoshi saw an opportunity to tap into a, as of yet, um, not like a, a demographic that Sega had not gotten their hands on yet, which was, uh, it was Japanese adult men. Um, they okay. had, Sega was for the most part, just kind of marketing games towards, you know, family friendly, whatever, you know, Sonic, et cetera, et cetera. Um, mm. but Nagoshi realized that he could probably get new people into video games if he made something a lot more serious and dramatic. Um, and he decided to create a video game about the Japanese Yakuza, um, like a crime drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, he liked, he chose the Yakuza because he thought that they were very dramatic. Um, you know, there's lots of movies about the Yakuza, comics, books, etc. Um, and they're also, you know, it has an inherent violence to it that makes it very exciting and very mature for a video game targeted as adults. He also wanted it to be set in a realistic nightlife setting uh, with a, you know, a dramatic yakuza crime drama story so he could get all these new people into video games uh that were not interested in them before because that shit's just for kids sonic that's that's the fucking baby shit um i'm that's what i'm that's my impression of a person who doesn't i mean i don't like sonic but that's just my opinion it's okay uh yakuza was not an easy game to pitch sega was extremely not into it they did not think that anyone was going to want to play a super extremely you know dramatic violent 
uh, serious crime story made by Sega. Um, Nagoshi was, like, staking his entire career on this game. He snuck some footage of their demo into a game preview for the execs, um, and the new CEO of, uh, Sega Sammy, which is the conglomerate that Sega, I think still is, I'm not sure, uh, Hajime Satomi, uh, saw it, and he said, damn, this looks cool, let's, let's, uh, put money into this and, and make it into a video game. Uh, Nagoshi's team consisted of lots of other Sega developers, none of them had ever, um, worked on anything like this i there might have actually been some shenmue crossover which a lot of people say shenmue is kind of the you know yakuza is uh, like the I, spiritual I, successor yeah, i mean i've heard like you know they are quite different just kind of in tone they're very different gameplay i think it's like i think people compare it to the idea that it's a game set in a very detailed yeah quite like, small I, there, map there, and there is some merit to that but it's more surface level than you know like yeah. people make it out to be no, no, no. It's it, the the games are very different. There's no real time clock garbage in in Yakuza, thankfully. Um, but the other people working on this game, they were from Virtua Fighter, and they worked on Monkey Ball with Nagoshi, and there were some Jetset Radio people in there, which you know me, Ooh. I love uh, Jetset Radio. So none of them had ever worked on a game like Yakuza, so it was kind of an an uphill battle the entire time. Because this was a game that was like a, a very much a passion project of, of Nagoshi's. Uh, he even like, apparently he says, um, and a lot of the sourcing of this comes from an interview on Famitsu that I had to translate using Google Translate. So oh. I, I can't promise that all of this is accurate. I did cross-reference some of it with Wikipedia and from other articles. Um, but he says that like some of the characters, including like Kiryu, is named after people he knows. Okay. Um, and, like, he uh, also based a lot of it on, like, his experiences being younger and, like, going out to, you know, the nightclubs and the nightlife and partying and stuff. So that's where a lot of this comes from. Um, the actual story of Yakuza, like, the the plot, was uh, was written and directed by a guy named uh, Hase Seishu, who's a Japanese crime novelist that Sega hired to come up with the main story. He only worked and on, like, the, the, the first few, didn't he? Like... Was, yes, was I believe it, so. Was two or three the last one he worked on? Um, I'm not sure. I, I, I want to say it was he did one and two, but I could be wrong. So, like, this is a Yakuza game written by a crime novelist. The rest of the writing team kind of divided and conquered. Uh, some of them worked on the story with uh, Seishu, and then the other ones were there to write all the side content, side quests, and sub-stories. Um, they wanted to, in the original game... According to what I read on Wikipedia, which, you know, whatever, say what you will about Wikipedia. Um, it says that the original Yakuza, they wanted to keep the sub-stories kind of in line as best they could with the main story. Which is okay. why you'll notice that uh, the sub-stories in the original Yakuza are a lot less out there. Yeah. Than even, even I mean, even if you go and play Yakuza 2, the sub-stories are so much more wild oh, and yeah. crazy. <laughs> Um, which we will talk about when we get there. So be prepared, everyone, that when we do sub-stories, they're not going to be as uh, as silly as the ones in Zero or mm-hmm. the ones in th- in uh, in 2. Um, the game's budget was uh, $2.4 billion. It was $21 million. Two point- uh, okay, $2.4 billion. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, the, I was about to the, say, uh, what? what? Did you get the number? After the... No, no. After the Shenmue debacle, uh, Sega was not going to pump infinity money into a game uh, that was being directed by a guy who was very, very ambitious about his his project, uh, reasonably, because Shenmue lost a shit ton of money. Um, Nagoshi says that the game was basically funded and kept afloat by Fantasy Star Online money that was being made. (laughs) 
So okay, well, thank you very much, Fantasy Star Online. You know, I've never thank you very much, Fantasy Star Online. Yes. Uh, shout out to the GameCube Fantasy Star Online controller for just having a full ass keyboard in the middle of it. Oh yeah, Love that. Um, shout out to the Chow Easter egg in Fantasy Star Online. I believe I recall that from when I was a kid. I don't know anything um, about that game. So uh, when the game came out, it, it it worked out very well for Nagoshi and the team. It sold very well in Japan. Um, it was critically acclaimed. People loved it. Um, they really liked the detailed city of Camarocho. They liked the twists and turns. They liked how serious it was. Um, the game came out the same year and month it was set. So when we join back with the story next episode, it's going to be set in October 2005, which is when the game was released. So they wanted it to yeah, be basically pretty, set. Pretty much all of the games, aside from Zero, of course, uh, continue this trend. Exactly. So... As the series progresses, you'll see Camarocho kind of change and organically age um, up until the point of the most recent games where it looks like a city in, you know, the, the now times. Yeah. Um, so they, they realized, Sega, that, it uh, you know, this game is a hit, but we could make more money if we market it in the West. And they uh, went hard on marketing it in the West. They put ads in magazines. They put demos out in PlayStation Magazine. They spent a lot of money getting an all-star cast. Um, Mark Hamill, of course, as Majima, will meet Shimano. He's voiced by Michael Madsen. Holy uh, shit. From, I know. It's, it's, uh, it's a lot. Um, they, I believe there's a character. I want to say either Reina or Yumi is voiced by someone from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh. Um, but I forgot to write down her name, so look it up. I'm sure it's someone that you know um, if you like Buffy. Uh, they uh, team was led by a guy named Kevin Frame, uh, was the localizer team. They wanted to, uh, they originally really wanted to put both audio tracks on, like they do now in games with dubs. Audio uh, takes up a lot of space, though. <laughs> exactly, so they could not fit it on one disc. And like I said earlier, it's very reasonable that they decided to put the dub in over the Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um Kiryu is voiced by a guy named Daryl Curilo? I don't know how to say it. Um, he's doing his best. I don't like it. I am... <laughs> you did your like, best, but I'm sorry. I still he, don't like he, it, Daryl. Yeah, I'm, it's it's not your fault. You were trying. He says, like, wow, I've never played a character this complex before. I think he even said that he really liked doing the fight noises, like doing the yells and stuff. Oh, um, nice. I am on the edge of my seat because... It's in the trailers, it's not a spoiler, that Kiryu is in Yakuza 7, and Yakuza 7 is getting a dub, and I'm oh like, God. are they gonna fucking bring Daryl back, back to voice Kiryu? Don't bring back Daryl. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe, for maybe consistency. He's, maybe he's better now. Maybe he's been practicing. I mean, this I don't is, know. He's been waiting. He's been waiting for them to call him back up. I mean, what a hard role Kiryu. to cast. Like, like, is there... One of the most iconic video game voices in, in Japan, to me, is gotta be Kiryu. It's like, how can you... I mean, in, in 2006, when the game came out, uh, when they were localizing it, like, no one knew that this game was going to have a million entries and be like, everyone fucking knows Kiryu for his cool voice. I don't know, maybe but, we should um, save this for another episode, because, I mean, we're already running long and we still got questions, but, like, who would you want to, like, voice act Kiryu, uh, hypothetically? That's, uh, who do you think Nolan would do North. a job? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Troy dude, Baker. Yeah, yeah, look at Troy Baker and Nolan North together at the same time. They'll, they'll do t- the same voice, yeah, exactly. There you go, bam, done. I'm just kidding. For the love of God, don't do that. Anyone else? Steve um, The Blum. game... <laughs> D. Bradley Baker. Yay. Charles Martinet. Fan- oh, great. Yeah, actually, unironically, do that. Yes. Um, the game sold very well. It sold over a million units, and uh, they made a couple more of them. Whatever. 
Yeah. So that's the history of Yakuza yeah, 1. Yeah, pe- people, um, s- some people like these games. They're kind of... Some big. people like them. Some people make a podcast about them, apparently, I've heard. Yeah. Um, so there you go. This, this is the, uh, this game is a, a, a passion project based on a guy who put his whole career on the line to bring us the series that we love. So thank you very much, Nagoshi, for your hard work. And also thank you for creating Super Monkey Ball. Also just and also a fuck... picture of Nagoshi because he just... He looks exactly he looks like, like a, a Yakuza character. character. I know. <laughs> also, fuck you, Nagoshi, for uh, creating Super Monkey Ball. What a bullshit game. It's so fucking hard. Thank you, Nagoshi, for creating Super Monkey Ball. I love Super Monkey Ball. Um, all right, we've got some questions. Uh, if you have a question, you can go to our Twitter, twitter.com slash podcastgagotoku. I make a post every week uh, asking for questions, and you can leave the questions in the comments, and then we'll answer them on the podcast. Um, here's our first question. It's from a friend of the show, Dan. It's Mike underscore Dawson on Twitter. It says, does Kiryu actually know what a soap land is? The answer is, of course, no. I mean, absolutely not. Yeah, so uh, the, the secondary implied question here is, what does Kiryu think a soap land is? I think there's two options here. Either uh, Kiryu I think, thinks... I think he thinks it's a place you go to watch soap operas with other with other people. With uh, other probably men. Probably men, yeah, other men, because it's like, you, you can't, you know, it's typically frowned upon for manly men to watch girly soap operas. So you go there mm-hmm. to a you place You go there together. Like, yeah. And it's, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a reaffirming um, positive space for men to enjoy their soap operas together. Yeah. I was thinking that Kiryu thinks it's like a uh, room with just a bunch of like soap on the floor, and it's where you kind of go and slip and slide around and fall over. And <laughs> yeah, it it's like, like one of those one of comedy. those buildings that's just full of trampolines, but it's like yeah, instead it's except like bodily like, injuries from falling on the floor because it's covered in soap. I mean, that's the same thing as the place with the trampolines. That's just where True. you take your kid if you want them to break their arm on their birthday. So, <laughs> do you think Cosmo ever took Kiryu to the trampoline place when he was? 24 <laughs> <laughs> yeah check that, this that, out yeah whenever he got promoted Ke- to lieutenant that's that's what they did to celebrate they went to the yeah. trampoline building um here's a question from friend Kier, of the show Max you tried to do a front flip into the foam pit and he uh he almost didn't come out he Kier almost got lost <laughs> in the foam pit they had to they had to close down everything they had to fish him out of there just really, just really take him out. The everyone was really mad. There was like a, a you know, a fifth grader birthday party. They were furious because they had to fish the the yakuza out of the ball pit. Reina was there. She runs it, and she's like, "No one wants to come here because this is where all the yakuza like to bounce around." <laughs> Here's one from friend of the show, Maxi Bajillion, and Slappers Only co-host. Um, it's listen to from Slappers Max, Only. And it says, "Listen to Slappers Only." New episode coming soon. It says, okay, so if Mark Hamill is Majima, that makes Majima the Joker by the transitive property. What would the funniest villain mannerisms, non-Joker, what would be the funniest villain mannerisms, non-Joker, for Majima to have? I'll be honest, then, I don't really uh, understand writes, this question. <laughs> I have become the freaking Joker, Kiryu-chan! Um, so, just like, things that villains say, but not the Joker for Majima to say. I can't think of anything I mean, that villains say. Oh, what do uh, villains say? For, for Majima to say, uh... Uh, I I I'll, I think you're the fake hedgehog here, and then Q, Q says I'll make you eat those words. Uh, and that's it. He says he he says. Uh, Did I ever tell you the definition of insanity, Kiryu-chan? Oh, Far Cry Three Three coming soon to Xbox near you. I haven't told anyone. I haven't talked about Far Cry Three with anyone since Sagawa got shot. <laughs> oh my god. 
cure you. Did you know that your your funny tattoo can give you all kinds of new powers and perks, Kiryu-chan? Um, oh man, Far Cry 3. Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. Don't even remind me. Here's one question, our last question of the week from friend of the show, Marshmallow. It says, what wacky shenanigans did our boys get up to during the time gap? We only really know about, like, one event that happened during the time yeah, gap. Yeah, we know... There's one confirmed thing that happens in the time gap, which I I don't even care. It doesn't matter. Kiryu gets, like, into some business with a triad. Yeah. Um, and allegedly. I, I didn't mention it, but Kir- uh, Kazuma has a cane now. Oh, yeah. Kazuma has which a cane. We never saw so... him walk in Zero, so they're, you know. No. Which is why I didn't mention it. So it's like, well, you know, we, we have no reason to believe he didn't have a cane back then. But we do find out that this is the incident where he got it. That is why he got it, because uh, he barged in to save Kiryu, and he got, like, shot in the process. It has been said, uh, allegedly, that um, because of the success of Yakuza 0, that uh, RGG has considered, at some point, creating a sequel, like a Yakuza 0 2. I my love that. Is that. Like, my thing I, is yeah. that I really want them to flesh out the Nishiki and Kiryu relationship more. I think Zero did a pretty yeah. good job of it. Like, it, it it's uh, really good, especially setting up this game, which is all about that. Uh, but, like, uh, I, I think another game to do it would be good. Like, that uh, really focuses on it, because it's not really the focus of Zero in uh, any way. No, no, no. It's just kind of like, it's kind of like, you know where the plot's going in... It's all making, like, kind of cheeky nods at Kiwami. Like, haha, if you know what happens in Kiwami, you're gonna love this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I would genuinely love another game set, like, a year or two after that's kind of about Kiryu. Maybe it's a little more low stakes um, that he hasn't, like, fully... But it's made, like, about the triad business. I think that would be a fine video game. I'd play yeah. it, but I would play any old game that the studio puts out. So maybe yeah. I'm not the person to talk about we're, this. We're piss pigs. We love everything they do. God. Um, but but on the other hand, what uh, what kind of wacky shenanigans? Because Kiryu getting kidnapped by a triad is not that wacky. I hate to yeah. break it to you. What's uh, the wacky shenanigans? I think uh, Kiryu and Nishiki uh, went go karting a few times. They had fun doing that. Kiryu uh, every they, single they, year. They got in an accident, and Kiryu did break you know several limbs on the go karts, but he's fine now. Uh, Nishiki um, he got still, shot Nishiki in a cut still scene. makes fun of him for that, but it's okay. Every single year, Kiryu uh, forgets Reina, uh, Yumi's birthday, and every year, Reina uh, tells Kiryu to buy Yumi a specific piece of jewelry that she has requested beforehand, and it always happens. He never remembers what she likes, um, and like one time he bought her some pocket circuit god tier gears or something, and she hated it, but she, you know, she appreciated it because, you She know, appreciated you know, it because, like, it's the thought that counts, and he did spend a million yen at the dream machine. He did spend, yeah, 30 million yen, um, getting it out of a dream machine, so. Um, also, in between the games, um, the Dojima family, uh, led the single-handed dismantling of the dream machine system, uh, they rounded up every dream machine. They threw them in the dumpsters. Yeah, which is, uh, which why is they're to say not that in Kamarocho. They're anymore. not in any. Of, they're never in any other game. So yeah, <laughs> thank God. I hate the dream machines. Um, beyond from the broadest concept of oh, that's a funny sounding series of words. So that's some hijinks for you. Maybe we'll see more if they ever make zero two. Which oh my God, I want them to so bad. Yeah, I uh, yeah, yeah I uh it, it's I mean it, it's like. Obviously, like, uh, 
I, I think it's a very uh, fandom-y thing of us to say that, like, ooh, they should really uh, flesh out this period of to- time more, but it's like, if they do make another game about Kiryu, obviously it pretty much has to be set then. Uh, but also, like... Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, we are just big fans of the series, and we love Kiryu, and we want to see more of him. Like, there's not really any way around that. Uh, so. Hey, what if in the... What if in the dub, they couldn't find anyone better to play Kiryu, so they just got what's his name Takaya Kuroda, um, to speak English, <laughs> and it was really bad, <laughs> like it was really bad. Yeah, this was like they did even with had the, the practice of doing, you know, it had, yeah Yakuza like, three when he yeah, learned English. Yakuza three, uh, so he he didn't even have that under his belt yet. Oh my god, I just I don't man, I'm just thinking about it. Like, who could play Kiryu? I, I think I think the only option is to bring back Daryl, like, because there's nothing they could do. That I'm telling would you, be... man, he's he's been he's been practicing all these years. He's he's like he's the been... last thing he was in on his Wikipedia page was Destiny Two. So wow, what what is he in Destiny Two? Carillo, Carillo, Daryl Carillo, best known for voicing Cosmic Curio in the 2005 Once. video game Yakuza. Yeah. Uh, from East Lansing, Michigan. Filmography. Video games. Scroll way down. Uh, he was the Dom in Saints Row 4. Okay. Uh, Belial in Diablo 2. Alex Mercer in Prototype 2. And uh, Beloved character, Alex Mercer. Uh, he is Asher Mir in Destiny 2. Oh, I remember Asher. He's like, the, that is? He's like the, the wacky genius guy on uh, Venus or whatever. Ah, cool. Well, thank you for your service, Daryl. You did your best. I don't think we're going to be seeing you again as Kiryu, but um, we'll talk much more about your work as we progress through the uh, 13 chapters, I believe, of Yakuza uh, Kiwami and Yakuza 1. So, yeah, I think we'll cut it there. I think that's a, a good that's place a, a to stop. Thank you all for your it's it's been questions. a long episode once again for some reason. Uh, <laughs> some if, technical if you difficulties, have phone comments, and... or anything, you can send them uh, to our Twitter. That is at podcast gagotoku podcast g a g o t o k u. Uh, we we put out a questions post every week. Please don't miss it. I already you said can... that, but that's okay. You can, you can whatever. Repeat it. Fuck Go you. for it. Yeah. <laughs> You want to throw down? You just want to have a fight? Yeah. Um, cool. I'm a tutorial boss. Uh, <laughs> you've got two forks, and you're right. You know how to use them. Um, you can find me at Twitter at twittercom Rex. You can find Argyle on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. Argyle, tell us about your podcast. Yeah, we got another podcast. It's called Pod of Greed. That's P O D of Greed. It's about Yu-Gi-Oh. We just started on the final... Congratulations on finishing Capsule Monsters. Yeah, we finished Capsule Monsters. We have started on the final arc of Season 5, and we have uh, in, in officially made friend of the show Audrey our sixth host going forward, and she promises it's going to be a wild ride. Uh, so Congratulations. Now it's the big six. Doesn't make we, any we, sense anymore. Yeah, we've... Well, I... I forget what we're calling it now. I think I think oh, okay. she's like the sixth kid or something right now is her oh, okay. official title. It's good. And you can find two of my podcasts, one of which is Jerkin' It, which I do with my brother. Uh, we 
talk about the secret life of the American teenager. We get mad about the secret of life of the American teenager. Um, we read fan fiction to fill our the void in our life when we have no more secret life of the American teenager to be mad at. I've, I've heard the, we'll... the, the new reading is very, very good. It's by uh, an enemy of the show. We don't talk about that. Um, that's 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 something that we're doing off the air. Off the air. Um, okay. Well, so if you we, ever, we if, cut this I out. mean, no, it's okay. We we do uh, we do live fanfic readings uh, every Saturday. So if you're ever interested um, in joining in and reading with us, like we'll we'll let you read. We'll give you a part. Um, at this fanfic we're reading, it's in script format, um, so you can read and participate, and it's a lot of fun. Um, and that's kind of why my brain's broken all the time but i fix my brain by doing podcast gagotoku and i also do slappers only uh, as mentioned before with max that's a uh, podcast for max and i pick a video game and then we pick the best song by doing a a six to twelve uh round elimination event um we talk about how good the game is and how good the music is it's a lot of fun our halo 2 episode our second episode matt gamecube Featuring Matt of Noise Space, who will be coming soon. Um, and I, I believe the episode will be out by then, so I can uh, share that the next pick is going to be Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. That'll uh, be coming some, in two weeks. There's some good songs in that. I already threw a song your way that I'm... I, I, oh, yeah. You probably I, I, won't I, pick. I don't think it's really your taste, but if I was on, I would pick that. I enjoy it, but that's what we're going to be doing next week. So those are my two podcasts. You can find them on Twitter. <laughs> Whatever. It's been so long, this recording. Maha chapter one, Yakuza, thanks for listening. And as always, for the first time, you know what it means now. Kiwami means extreme. It does. Bye. <laughs> Show